catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. Today we're reviewing last night's game, talking through trade targets, getting our captains ready. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey. You can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. Joined once again by Luke. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm going good. We're live again. Second live show Fuck. for the, uh, the channel here. Anything and, uh, could happen, mate. Anything could happen. <laughs> Anything this, could happen. The last this one is wild. Look, there was a few uh, issues with the most recent podcast, but our last, last live show went uh, okay, I thought. So. Yeah, not too bad. So we, uh, we're still ironing out some uh, t- technical glitches, we'll be honest, but we're, <laughs> yeah. we're Trying to bring you something that uh, that is enjoyable. So I think today we're hoping to have some the live comments coming up on the screen yep. for us, and yep. um, you know we're hoping to get, reach our subscriber well, number as mate, well. Talk we about are that. Six subscribers away. Are we going to hit it on this live show? We're I at nine hundred and ninety-four subscribers. Yeah. Guys, if we don't walk away with a thousand subscribers after today's live show, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be a little upset. So if you guys haven't subscribed already, yep. go and hit that subscribe button. You'll get a nice big shout out on the podcast yep. as well. And uh, you know, if you happen to be the lucky 1,000 oh, yeah, follower um, or subscriber... Looks like uh, looks yeah. good. Looks like we've got comments popping up on the screen. So hopefully, if uh, if you comment, you you'll uh, get a bit of a shout out there. And like you said, subscribers. I think we're, we're close. We're like five off or something. Six. Yeah, we're six subscribers off. Nine ninety four. So if you're listening along and you haven't subscribed, jump on. Because like like Mitch said, I think something even pops up on the screen. So yeah, it's, it's so. real whiz bang stuff in here, isn't it? <laughs> oh mate, we're it just is. tech geniuses up in here. Yeah, mate, well, let's uh, let's talk some fantasy. Well, before we talk fantasy, okay. though, you know, obviously we had a game last night. We'll talk a little bit about the game last night. But I just oh, I did want to. Yeah. Oh yeah! I, I forgot that I did. You hear that sound effect? I changed the sound effect for the subscriber. It's an oh yeah. Who was that? That's, that's good. I forgot that I changed that the other day. I was like, what the hell is going on? So, here? so thank you to that person. I didn't see their I name pop Brendan, up. Brendan, I, I think I saw. So yeah, nine ninety five. Okay, we're, five we're on, to go. We're on the march. Anyway, what I was saying was a, a bit of a serious segment here because. Yeah. Anyone who listened in Monday night will have known that you were a little bit cranky, and just just a little bit. You're a little bit cranky, and look, sometimes when we're cranky, 
things can come out. We can disclose things, let's say. So, yep. you know, Mitch made a couple of interesting statements on the pod last night. And I think I've oh, actually, I think I've actually queued up a bit of a replay here. Oh, so, oh yeah. there's another new subscriber. Oh, oh, okay, beautiful. I've queued up a Death little. Wally, welcome. Nine ninety six, four to go. Replay. So let's, well, let's see if this works. You guys, hopefully, you'll be able to see this as well. But we're having a look at what Mitch said on oh, Monday God. night. Um, F six at the moment is so. My, there's not much space no. in my forward line at the moment. There's so not. the DPP doesn't really save Bailey Smith at all for me. So. I'm looking to get him off. Off. I'm looking to get him off. I'm looking to, I'm looking to get Mitch off him this is a week. Sicko. Stop looking to get Bailey Smith off, mate. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yes, you're on the chopping block. Bailey Smith will quickly move past that one. Um, Let's not move past it. That was good gear. Uh, what well up, mate? All right. So I don't know whether whether you guys could see that or whether the audio came through, but basically on Monday night, Mitch revealed that he was trying to get Bailey Smith off, and it's been getting I'm around. Trying to get him off my team. That's not what I heard. I heard you're trying to get him off, and and I just want to say, safe space, safe mate. space. Are there any other AFL players you're looking to get off recently? Oh or? dear, you're really stitching me up here it, on a Friday well, afternoon. I thought it could be a little bit like a ball boys rocket instead, <laughs> instead well, of giving the players a rocket. Well, yeah, well, Mitch, Mitch could potentially get you get you going in another way. Yeah, well, I've, I've tried. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully not. Oh, that's the worst timing with that voice. Oh yeah. Oh, but welcome along, Blake. I think that's three to go now. If I'm keeping uh, my counting correct, but. Oh man, yes. It was a little slip of the tongue. Uh, thank you, James. Two more to go. I'm really counting down this one. We, it seems to be going pretty well so far. So anyway, Mitch, try not to get anyone off this show. Um, it'll be the, the ball boys, blue balls, be, big boys <laughs> in a second. Blue balls, big boys. Uh, yes. No, I'll uh, be very careful with my choice of words in today's podcast. Please do and, uh, so, mate. But safe space. That's all I want to say. All right. But uh, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna recap a few things in today's podcast. Obviously, yep. we had a game last night. We did. Um, I know you were out socialising, oh, and I was. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got one more to go. Kale, go. welcome well, to the spot. Here. I, wonder, welcome if, to the I club. wonder if the people can hear that weird. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I hope know, so. Somebody that's in good the comments, gear. let us know. With. Um. But yeah, it was a painful watch for me, and I sort of, uh, obviously, you and I both not Nick Dacos owners, but oh my days, the guy just continues to look like an absolute jet, and honestly, is putting it's ruining sh- my life. It's it's putting to shame my projections in the preseason. I was fifty fifty, or or sort of. Not sure whether to start him when everyone else was on him. Um, everyone else kind of jumped off. I still was a bit 50-50. We both ended up not going there, and uh, he's averaging 114 through four rounds. And that was the hard part of his draw. And, Mate, uh, yeah, well, that was so. what we cited earlier in the season. So we've, I think we put our hand up enough and said, hey, we were wrong in that regard. And it, it, it's hard yeah. to begrudge. Yeah, people who picked him, awesome to Nick Dacos himself. He's just playing great footy. It, it's still good to watch, but we're just on the wrong side of it. So It, it hurts. He's 50% owned. Half the comp has him. Yeah, it's, um, kill, it's killing it's, us. It, it's he started at value. He's still going at value. A lot of people are VCing him yeah. now. Um, I didn't have him in the in the ball boys, big boys. I probably should have. The reason I didn't have him on there was Brisbane are supposed to be restrictive to defenders. Well, uh, it was at the Gabba. Um, but yeah, obviously he's he's proven me wrong. He had a, I think he had like a three point second quarter. I think he had one disposal in the second quarter and still ended up with thirty eight disposals, one hundred and twenty six fantasy points. So yeah. tip of the cap, he's a freak. It's yeah, it, it's, it's turning into a pick that's starting to take seasons away. Yeah. You know, if he keeps this up, 
it's um it's going to be hard to come back from. Oh, it's it's the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, right up I, there. I don't think it's uh, it's not an. It's ruined it's ruined Collingwood footy for both of us. Like well, we can't watch yeah. a Collingwood game anymore. Like, oh, it's, he's, he's still so good. We're, I switched off at three quarter time. I was like, no, I've had enough. The one thing I will guarantee is I will let everyone out there know the week I trade him in because. He will he will scores, get a fifty or something. So down, yeah. whatever, I'll let you know in advance. But don't have him the week I'm I'm trading him in. Um, did you VC Dunkley last night? I did. I yes, did. So I was just tracking the scores. To, yeah. Gross. We are not going to take that score. We're going to look for something a little bit better, obviously. Yeah. Um, but so we'll go through the the big boys, the captains. Stop looking them in the eye in when the, you call uh, them big boys. <laughs> you keep looking. I can see in my peripherals. You're trying to make eye contact the when you boys. call them the big boys. Okay. Uh, it's we'll, not going to uh, talk it. the audience there. But um, and then obviously the other one that I want to touch on was Darcy Wilmot, who was very underwhelming. Kicked a goal as well in that second quarter. So I thought he was going to be maybe up and about, but only scraped himself to a 36. Unfortunately, I actually had him on my ground. A lot of people looped him on the bench with the potential of going him or a lucky Cowan. Yep. I've looped Cowan this week to decide whether or not I'm going to get in a defender this week, okay. like a, like a Jaden Hunt. If Lucky Cowan scores enough, it might lead me down to a different path and go to a rookie like uh, Van Ruin okay. and uh, cash up for my upgrades next week. Oh, I think yeah. I think that's is it. Is that a thousand? Charles O'Connor. Don't call it prematurely. Is it a thousand? Oh, well, double check that. Okay, let me that, check. Let me my, check. If I've been counting along properly, and I very well might not have because uh, I've been distracted by, you know, <laughs> your, what's going your on? Shout outs. But <laughs> I think that is a thousand subscribers. So uh, I'll, I'll sure. take this moment, even if it's not, even if it's one short, um, <laughs> to thank everyone to uh, for obviously getting on board, subscribing to the Ball Boys. 1K! Nice. Well Welcome. Cheers, cheers to that, cheers, Luke. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Thank a you bloody guys. good effort. Much and, uh, appreciated, guys. And thanks to everyone else out there who's jumped on board. It's uh, Honestly, I didn't expect us to reach this mark this fast. Um, yeah. When I started the Ball Boys uh, Fantasy Basketball Podcast, it took me over a year to get to that point, um, and we've done it in basically three months. So yeah. the pretty, best, pretty cool stuff. The best part about it for me is... is not the numbers it's just how friendly I think everyone's been like whether whether it's other people who are creating content or whether it's people who are just consuming the content everyone is like really friendly respectful um, and all those things which I think is is just a testament to the community so thank you so much for the support guys we really appreciate it yeah and uh, look I I think I did promise a shoey but um, (laughs) Luke is uh, sorry guys intentionally well people out there who know me you the the equipment around here and the it's very uh, yeah, yeah there's Expensive stuff, and people who know me will know that it's an absolute joke to think that I could even go close to doing a shoey. So Mitch was making promises he couldn't keep. Yeah, I was, trying, I, was, I was trying. I was trying to wind you up, but uh, maybe we'll do something to celebrate in the next uh, podcast. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll think of something creative that we can do to show thanks everyone for jumping on board. But okay, let's get into it. We're talking some trade targets. I think is what we're gonna. We'll start ourselves off here. Yes, let's do um, it. Let's talk rookies first. So, okay. Jacob Van Ruin yep. is someone that I think is probably, I think he is the most traded in player at the moment. Low break even. He's, he fits that bill of, of what we need at this particular point is, is that option to downgrade. And I think that he, is he going to score what he scored last week every week? No, he's not. I think he kicked three goals. Yep. But right now, you play that low break even, you look for the, it'll be in the vicinity of 50K, hopefully, yep. that he goes up and um, you just keep that cash generation going. So I think that's probably a pretty solid play for a lot of people this week. A question I have for you, yep. and I'm facing this question as well. Yep. Like, is he a must-have? Like, is he a guy that we can't afford to miss 
Like, because it's kind of like a this week or, or not kind of thing for me in uh, the way I look at it. I think it is, yeah. Is, is, he, is he a guy that we've got to get on in terms of making cash at this week? Or if there's something else we can do in our trades in terms of like maybe shifting over to another mid-pricer, yep. um, you know, doing a little shuffle around with our premiums. Is it is a Van Ruin a guy that you think is a guy that we have to get into our sides this week? Well, it depends. It depends what you've got and where you want to go. I guess that's what we say all the time, isn't it? But I think if... If you're looking to do that rookie downgrade, he's the definite one. If I you're looking, so. if you're looking to maybe pass on him this week, then I think that maybe in the back of your mind you're looking at a guy like um, is it Fahey? Is that how I pronounce? Yeah, and so, potentially thinking about what he could do if he comes in at the Giants. So he's not been confirmed, named at this stage. No. Obviously, we're recording at talking like forty-one, talking future trades potentially. Yeah, so I yeah. think I think he's um, what I've heard is he might be doubtful for this week, but he's obviously getting close. He's he's yep. not far away, but sometimes we can get stung by that. Like, you know, just waiting and yeah, hoping. Yeah, trading at a Hollands last year. I yeah. thought he was not too far away. It ended yep. up being several months. So, yep. um, things can happen. So, I probably would definitely still be going like a Van Ruin, even this, though you're paying a little week, bit more. For sure. This yeah. week, for sure. But if you're thinking of going, maybe, let's say you like, you don't have Will Day still, and you're thinking yep. that you could get onto him, and then maybe you could also turn. So you got we've got Bailey Smith, so you want to yeah. turn him into into something yeah. like Kelly or even a Stewart with some DPP. Like he, I don't think that every single coach must trade in JVR this week. I, I agree with you there. I think I think that he is obviously the choice of all the downgrades. Yep. But I don't think like if you're not getting him in, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think he's still yep. a key position rookie. He's not going to be someone that you want to have on your ground. He's got a nice matchup this week against the Eagles, who are losing half their side. So chances yep. are he's going to you know, kick a few goals or, or whatever. But he's still a key position player. Um, I don't necessarily think that he is the be-all and end-all when it comes to rookies. And this is the last week that we can fix up some of those premiums, fix up some of those mid-prices. So and this is the last week you can get him. You probably think, hey, you think if... Yeah. I mean, if he comes out and he scores really well and you think that cash generation is going to continue, then... I think but, he's a great option, but I'm just yeah. I just like I've heard some comments on some other podcasts and things like that that you absolutely must get him in and, and he's you know, you can't afford to miss him. I would push back on that. I would disagree slightly. There are a lot of different ways to play this game. We're gonna have other rookies in the future. Yep. You know, you know, we might have um, uh, the bread come back in soon. Oi, we might have Chibata. we might have fa- um, is it Faye or Faye? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Guess that, and that then we'll GWS run with fella, that. <laughs> he might be in soon. So there's, there's, Mate, 40-odd there's touches on the weekend, yeah, him in the Scoobies. Exactly. He'd be so stiff, he's stiff to miss. There'll be other opportunities to make cash. <laughs> yeah. I think that um, you know an option in one of my trade scenarios, I might be missing on him depending on how like a lucky Cowan goes and whether or not I want him on my field or yep. not. Yep. Um, and we've got a lot of forward rookies as well. So you might actually be running out of space for a lot of those forward rookies and I don't think at this stage I'm willing to be shuffling around. So I think Jacob Van Ruin is the pick of the bunch when it is downgrade yep. time. So if you're going like one mid-pricer down, one mid-pricer up, you're trying to get um, JVR in. But I don't think by any stretch he's like an absolute must-have if, um, if if you're thinking that, in my opinion. Let's talk about some mid-prices. Mid-prices was all the rage last week. There was a few must-haves. But this week, I think it's a little bit less cut and dry. So I think still, if you don't have Will Day... There's still enough value there to jump on him. So for he, me, he, he would like be your number be, one priority. Could be going towards being um, top six defender, if not close. Well, the he, way he's he might, be, he might not be far playing. off. Yeah, and especially, obviously, the last two weeks, he's moved more inside, yep. um, which I think is more sustainable for him. I still yep. have the concerns over the fact that he's you know playing for Hawthorne. He's not going to come up against North Melbourne every week, um, who obviously gave up a truckload of points last weekend. So yeah. 
I would. What would you say he is like a ninety plus kind of guy? I think he's. I'm thinking he's around the ninety mark yeah. long term. But like we say, you know, on that line, that's not far it's off. It's definitely something you can keep at least till the end of the buys. Yeah. this luxury trade time. Yeah, so I agreed. think he is still someone that he would be my number one target for mid prices. Yep. I want to get your thoughts because he's next. I'd say three are quite, or probably the next two are pretty close for me. Um, at number two targets, I've got Jaden Hunt, yeah. who is a guy that I'm looking at this week. I, it makes me a little nervous, but of all those cheaper guys, um, and obviously McKenna played last night, scored an 80-plus, so he might have actually been the player, but mm. didn't want to pull the trigger that early. But Jaden Hunt on a depleted West Coast Eagles team um, versing the Melbourne Demons, obviously they give up good points to defenders, but... Don't give up so many points to outside midfielders, so like a wing type. Yeah, so and where is he going to play? Where That's is he going to play? He's still quite cheap. Break even, I think, around that 15 mark. Um, compared him to someone like a Jack Zebel, who's obviously around that Will Day price tag, yep. um, but obviously forward eligible at this stage. What are your thoughts on those two, and where would you like rank them in priority? <laughs> Sorry, I tried. No, read the last comment and you'll realise why I'm laughing. He feels privileged. Oh, Connor. Sorry, Charles. Keep reading. This has been... Jeez, no. <laughs> oh, Charles. Yeah. We'll, we'll arrange, uh, Charles, for that to um, happen. <laughs> only uh, all... only Bulldogs midfielders, actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's a heavy, hefty donation of the ball, boys. Yeah, Mitchell, yeah, do yeah. whatever it takes. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Okay, let's move quickly sorry, away from sorry. that. So the question was about Jaden Hunt. Now, I think that there's no... Um, there's no doubting he's going to play an outside role. So he's an outside player. So it's yes. either, for me, it's either wing or halfback. He's not going in there to fix yes. a shoey or a sheed hole, I don't think. Um, no. no, he's not going inside. Yeah. My, my guess would be halfback, which I think is a tick in his box. That, that, that's a good... If he is halfback, I like it a lot more. But it, um, I, I still feel somewhat dirty about making that trade because a lot of people will probably make a constable to hunt trade if they're going to hunt yep. but I, I still feel better in doing something down to a JVR and pocketing some cash for next week which I think is one of your other options isn't it? Yeah it is my other option so I, for me it's 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 based on what Cowan does this afternoon and if he gets like a 50 plus I'm probably going to bypass a hunt pocket the cash and make a serious upgrade next week yep. if he goes, you know, a poor score that I don't want on my ground, like a 40 or, or, or less, then I think that I will go the hunt option. Try and ride his price rise. Obviously, he's going to be increasing in price with a low break even. But I think of all those options, I think some people have talked about like a Liam Baker as a cheaper option. Um, you know, Lockie Weller, like yep. those kind of guys that aren't quite as high as like a Tom Stewart in that little mid-price range. Elliot Yo this week, I wouldn't go. Um, it feels like you're making that trade knowing that you're going to have to... Yeah, which, fix. is it easier to just go Stuart and at least even if he gets tagged this week? Look, that's fine. I can't afford Stuart. It's, okay. it's, uh, he's out of my price range with like, any of the trades that I do. Um, so I know there are people like it's 300k to get like a constable who is someone that we didn't fix up last week up to a Stuart. So it's not chump change. It's a re- restructure. You're, you could go point. like, you could go, yeah. Okay, sorry, keep going. I could go keep Belly going. Smith down, but I have to go Belly Smith down to someone in like the 500k midfield range and there's just no what one. What about just really a Stuart with DPP? Um, I guess I could go, go do to that. Go DPP and then just go to JVR from Constable and pocket the cash. I'd, that's, I'd that's, have a whole. I've had like four hundred k on my on my bench. I'm pretty moment. close to doing that, to be honest. If Cowan if Cowan puts up a stinker and it's not loopable, yeah, then that's likely what I'm going to be doing. There's still a lot in my head with that kind of scenario for me to go and think about. Um, we'll have to see. The good news is, obviously, the Eagles don't play until Monday. 
So you'll yeah. have a little bit of decisions. Uh, Bailey Smith does play the um, Saturday afternoon, which I think, and someone in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that the Monday teams are announced or finalized at 4.30 on, on Saturday. Or Saturday. And the Bulldogs-Richmond game is played at 4.35. So there's going to be a five-minute window in oh, I there hate, oh, I hate that uh, stuff. where we're going to have to make decisions. And the big decision that I think we're all going to be waiting on is, are we going to have to move on James Warpool? Because he could potentially be dropped on Monday. I know you've gotten yourself out of that situation. We all. Not oh, we all, mate. Okay, don't okay. don't us, lump me in with you. James <laughs> Warple. Us idiots that got James Warple in. Sucked in. Um, Suckers. So, that's the nervous game that I'm waiting on. Um, now, I, I will. if someone in the, in the comments does know uh, what, what the actual time is when that yeah, Monday let us know. is announced. I think it's 4.30 Saturday, yeah. but I could be wrong on that as well. But so, nervous waits for everything. It is. Mid-prices. Can we talk a little bit about Kasai Pickett? Yes. Because his name's been getting... And my old man texts me Kasai Pickett yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. in the week. Yeah, he and likes the look of him. Umming and ahhing. And then what do you have, 120 it. in round one? Yeah. So, the, if, if you're trading in Kasai Pickett, you're not trading in because of the 120 in round one. You're trading in because of a perceived... Uh, like a narrative that you can sell yourself on that his role is going to be different to previous years. So, yep. And I think the narrative that people are selling themselves on is that Melbourne are looking to add a little bit of explosion to their midfield mix and Pickett's also a really, really good tackler. Yeah. Um, Maybe not the best bumper. Um, <laughs> yeah, but as, as proved. An yeah. elite tackler. So they're, they're probably selling themselves in that narrative that even if he can get like 30% CBAs, he can lay his five tackles a game. He can have his 20 touches, most yeah. of them kicks, and then maybe he kicks a goal. Yeah. And suddenly he's like a, what do we see him as? Like an 85 guy? Are those, those, is that what those people are seeing? <sighs> yeah. To- so he's priced at like mid-60s. So it is cheap. He has done a 64 in the past in 2021. Yeah. I think that he's probably a seventy plus guy. I have if he's if he's eighty plus, it's a good pick. Um, but even then, you're still a stretch off those top six guys. So he had um, he had seven out of thirty CBAs in that first game, twenty five percent. So what what do you read into that? Do you see? Uh, that I think as, I sort of think that's going to be what he, where he's going to be. So at. that's a move that you think that Goody's made, and it's yeah. I mean, they've talked yeah. about it. It's been something that that's been flagged before the game. It, it happened in round one. Um, so I think that he's definitely going to be floating in there more. Yeah. Their mainstays are still going to be Oliver. It's still going to be Petrarca. Oh, no doubt. It's still going to be uh, Viney. Like, those are going to be the mainstay guys. But if he can get some time, you know, that, that could influence his scoring. He I kicked think, four um, goals. Ryan in the comments has just talked about contract year. I think he's talking about Pickett potentially. So, yeah. Um, I'm not a big believer in contract years. You don't, you don't get, it, get uh, yeah, involved any, in that. Yeah, anyone who follows Mate, me over if, from if the fa- fantasy basketball, it's a big thing in basketball, but I don't I don't. If it's your full-time job, it. you've probably got a bit of an incentive to perform well in a contract year. But I, I think you've got if incentive you're, all the I was going to say, if you're, if you're relying on being incentivized by money... <laughs> you're playing shit. You're, oh, it's not a contract year. Sorry, yeah, guys. I'm not a contract. Don't worry I'll about play it. Well, I'll play well next year. Yeah, yeah, next Con- week, yeah I'll play for the money now. I think Contract year. I never buy into that. Like The extra motivation is going to get them over the line because I think they're professional athletes like... That they should be bloody motivated all the time, and if they're not, they're probably not a good player anyway. Um, so, so I, I say I it wouldn't be a trade that I I make okay. personally. Look, I can see a world in which it pays off. Yeah, um, but I do see a, a world where this goes pretty badly, and it's it's an issue that you're gonna have to fix up later on. What if you could do? I, I think I might have even tried this, but didn't have the DPP to swing it. What if you could do something like a Bailey Smith to Stewart, and then a Constable to pick it? You st- oh, yeah. yeah. What, what if you? Could I do like that, that a bit t- better because you're off? fixing up something that's on your ground. You're also probably shuffling the magnets around to to get your ground set up nicely. Yeah, it seems 
pretty tricky based on the DPP. I You'd have to probably have a defender in utility or something like that. Yeah, I to think to make that work. I tried to do it and I think I, I um, failed. Yeah. So, so look, because I pick it, like, are you more in favour than than I am, or I what think, are your thoughts? On I the think pick? if I was able to make that trade work and cover what I'd need to cover this weekend, which is constable and just a depleted, disgusting looking backline, really. If I could cover it and pick it was was a solution in that case, I I think I'd look at it. I'd consider yep. it um, because I, I think a game like he had in round one, what it what it does is it affirms to the coaching staff a little bit of their thinking. So that so yep. they go, okay, we've given him a bit of bit of midfield time, and I'm a coach looking at that. I'm like, how's he going to respond to this? And oh, I think he's going to have that role moving forward. It's yeah. just it's just whether or not he is the kind of guy that that will translate to fantasy scores, or if he's going to be a bit more of an impact versus an accumulator type. Do you know what I mean? Like, he kind of strikes me as that Dustin Martin type. I know he's obviously a better, maybe a better tackler. It's the price stat um, figure that is the tempting part. Yeah, of it. do you know? What he, I mean? he's, he's priced at a nice, a nice spot. Yeah. Um. Look, like I said, there's a well where I see it going well, but it's just probably maybe not a move that I would, I would do. What about a Jack Zebel who's going to be playing in? You know, just over an hour's time. Yeah. Is he someone that you think that we've missed the boat on if you haven't got him on, on him already? No, I don't think you've missed the boat. There's two things there that appeal to me with Zebel is is the first one is um the fact that he's gonna get DPP. Mm-hmm. And so he might be somebody that God, you I can, need that DPP. I need it now. Yeah. <laughs> and so so that's the appealing part is because yeah. you can then swing him back and you can fix up some of that, that backline stuff. But the other thing that appeals to me as well is that often when a player let I think he had back to back one ten ish scores in his first two games and then he had a, a down one then suddenly the narrative is people are not talking about him like if yeah. he pops out another 110 then he's the talk of the town oh, this week again and everyone's going yeah. get again again so it's yeah I think that's another appealing point to me is that people now are probably not as big on him this week um, if he comes out and does another 110 like is anyone going to be shocked no yeah. that's... I mean he's, he's priced at the same price as Will Day and I think he has a similar level of ceiling I think yeah. the downside on him is a bit higher because of his age yeah. I think also because of the side that he's in and him being 32 years old they might be willing to prioritise some of the younger guys yeah. Um, plus also being a bit older maybe he is a bit more prone to injuries and things like that so if you've got the option and the fact that he's not defender eligible yeah. yet so if, if it's if you're picking between Day and him you pick Day I but pick I, Day, I'm yeah. assuming most some teams will have Day but not Zeeble yeah so. I think you've one or the other so I think Zeeble is someone that he you could still get him because he is close enough I think if he hits what I expect him to do he'll be close enough to that top six forward or defender line yep. yeah, and you can carry him to the rest of the the rest of the upgrade season past the buys um, and that flexibility will become useful um, I just would probably prioritise day if you don't have either yep. in terms of getting in those mid prices should we talk premiums? Yes. So we're talking, yeah, trade in targets, but we're going to have a little bit of a chat about some premiums. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a funny round where, like, you and I, we're looking to trade out of Bailey Smith this week, and some people might be trying to do, like, a mid-pricer down to a mid-pricer up yep. to get in their premium. So some people are looking at players that you could trade in at a higher price tag. For me, I know a lot of people are going Tom Stewart, and he is going to be on this list. We'll talk about him soon. But for me, the number one target in my books is Josh Kelly. He is currently ranked third in the game for points uh, per minute, um, and he's also the thirteenth cheapest, thirteenth most most expensive um, midfielder. So there's a lot of value on his head. He's playing a pure inside mid uh, role in a team that 
seems to only have a couple of guys running through that role. I know you're upset because you had him in your side. Tell, tell me all the reasons why and, I'm an uh, idiot. So for me, he is looking like a guy that's a genuine top eight chance, potentially even a top four or five yeah. um, guy. He has a very juicy matchup this week. We'll talk about captains later. He's, pro- um, he's proven scoring by it as well. Yeah. The thing that you look at, and, and we <clears throat> spoke about it all preseason, and, and you know, you'd have to be blind, Freddie, to, to not realise that, um, that when he's in that inside mid-role, he puts up one ten plus yep. averages. Like he's he's done it, I think, twice in his career, and it was it coincided with him being in that role. So if he continues in that role, I definitely um, you know have faith that he's going there. I should have <clears throat> I should have held the other week. One of my many poor decisions so far this season. But um, the only like tiny little flag there is that he'll probably become the tag target. Like if I was coming against GWS, but something that I've seen a little bit recently that I, I probably agree, and we've been we've been part of it. But I think the tag stuff is gets blown up. It probably gets over oversold. Yeah, and yeah. and that's I mean we're doing that too. So don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not absolving us of any yeah. blame there. Uh, we did it with Dacos, but yeah, um, it's a lesson. Yeah, it's I mean it's something to. It's something to at least mention, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is something to mention. Yeah. Um, but I think that Josh Kelly is a guy that I'd be... Yeah, if you can get to a player like that, I know yeah. he's probably close to that 900k mark, but for me, for a player like that, that is definitely unders of what we expect him to do. Um, the yep. next guy here that I have been asked a few times on Twitter, this guy or Tom Stewart, Caleb Sarong is the guy that I'm ranking at my number two so target. Right. So wrong, but so right. Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah, he is a guy that I think if you can't quite get to that Josh Kelly price tag, he is cheaper. You know that low 800 mark. I would prefer him over a, um, you know, someone like a Tom Green who so I have a bit of a bias against. But I think that for me, he is someone that is on the upward trajectory in terms of his price, his break even. Yeah, you can probably get him in now and then maybe a Tom Stewart in a week or two. Yeah. So I think for me, I'd be targeting him ahead of a Tom Stewart, assuming that it doesn't leave you like shorthanded in your defensive line. You have to field like a Lockie Cowan or someone like that. That's the um. Well, that was kind of a tiebreak, yeah. And I was going to talk about that because we've got Tom Stewart next on this list, and that's probably the situation I'm in there. I'm so desperate to get Josh Kelly in, so yeah. desperate. But then I look at the way my backline's shaping up, and I think the most. Look, Cowan's probably not going to put up a sixty tonight. It's probably not going to happen this afternoon, is he? So. I mean, it's so, against the ruse. There's yeah, a little bit of hope. There's, there's hope. Like, we can sit... And we'll have we'll have that answer. We, yeah, and yeah. we lose nothing by watching. So, it, it probably, for me, is going to be Stuart based on the fact that I think Cowan's going to put up a stinker score and yeah. then I, I just have to bolster... You've got to, you've I got can't to take Cowan and back in. What, Wilmot yeah. 35 or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. shocking score. Nah, no um, so, yeah, and then at number three is where I have Tom Stewart. Yeah. If Finn McGuinness is named, I 100% think that he will go to Tom Stewart clamp him down and put a tag on him. Yeah. We have seen Tom Stewart be tagged to some pretty poor scores in the past. I think I remember a 40-something. Uh, I think he put up, uh, I can't remember who it was against uh, last season. So that is the flag for me on Tom Stewart. And his break-even is at 105. That even if he does come out and put up a good score, he's not going to get away from you. So for me personally, I'm doing my best to wait a week on Tom yeah. Stewart because I think a lot of people are going to go there if he is tagged, that is a slight chance for you to get maybe a leg up on people who do go there. Fuck, I wish um, Nick Dacos had played later in this round. Uh, it it th- does seem about, like a really stressful round to get. You know, I and if people who pull the trigger it. on him, it might work out. Oh, well, well done. Absolutely. Hat off to you. I, I thought about marks. doing it, but the, having that trade locked away at, in the five Thursday day, night, you know, Monday's games. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought that seems risky, but. Yeah. 
What yeah, have we been so, saying? Don't so, listen to us. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then my next question it's to you is... It's worrying that a thousand people have decided they want to listen to oh. us. <laughs> yeah, well, What is okay. going on? We, uh, we, sometimes we, we say good things, but we just don't follow through. So, the age-old uh, age question. Do, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, is that that's the, right. Is that that's the same? Right. Um, but what, what, do you, what do you think about some people... I know a lot of people are going to players like a Clayton Oliver this week as a guy that maybe they've got that luxury to get in that uber premium captain option. But what? Me personally, I would st- even if you have the money to go to a Clayton Oliver, I would still be shopping around this sort of price range, yeah. leaving yourself a bank of cash for next week. Because I think of all the rounds this week and next week, having a bit of cash in the bank is a good thing because yeah. there's no urgent targets for us to get in that are like you know the set of fields of last week. They're going to shoot yeah. up 50k if we don't get on them now. Um, so I think that it's okay to have a bit of cash in the bank next week because this this time of year. You're going to start to get into upgrade season, yep. and then using that extra bit of cash might be the way to get you there. So I would yeah, still I be going this type of price range uh, because there's every chance that like someone like a Josh Kelly, someone like a Caleb Strong outscores them this week. I mean, they certainly could, and you have to... But my thinking on it anyway, my opinion, is you have to have that foresight to think like, yeah, maybe Clary Oliver is the right move for this round in yep. terms of a purely a points perspective and a captaincy option. But that extra however many thousands of dollars that you spent to get there, like you said, that's going to be useful in the next you know, like the next two weeks. And so where does that leave your team come upgrade season, which is just around the corner? Those who have um, Darcy Cameron, they've obviously already traded him out because he was playing last night's English, game. But with, but with the edit trade option, you still have the option to maybe adjust who you're bringing in. I would still be, if I could, going straight up to Tim English. Yep. He's just been amazing. Just do it. Um, Find a way to do it. 100 points every round so far. He looks like if he stays healthy, he's going to be the clear number one ruck. Don't go to Jared Witts. It'll just lead in disappointment and tears. <laughs> Jared Witts, I would rule out as well just based on his price. I would, if you can't get to English... I would go Sean Darcy. I think that look, the risk of Sean Darcy. Chaser. Yeah, right. The, <laughs> no, well, the, the risk of Sean Darcy is the fact that you've got Luke Jackson there, and their like potential is uh, downside with them splitting the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you've seen in the last, the second half of the game in round two. Yeah. Um, and then the game last week, obviously, although it was against the um, the West Coast Eagles and their lack of ruckmans. Maybe we should just use one trade every week to trade in the ruckman that's playing the Eagles. Yeah. That <laughs> That might be worthwhile because... That's like 40 points. Yeah. You'd like guarantee. That's like a 120, Put a captain on the... Oh, it's Grundy this week, isn't it? <laughs> it is Grundy That could this be week. a bloodbath. Well, we're going to talk about that one in a second. Um, or oh, you're going to put him in the big boys. <laughs> he Oy. will be making an appearance in the big boys. Big boys. Um, but yeah, I think it, those are the two options. I probably wouldn't be messing around with anyone else. Yeah. You could potentially go to Grundy. What are your thoughts about going to a Grundy as a uh, well, option? It's a, t- it's a temporary thing, isn't it? It's, it is. Like we have, we had enough... Um, it's got a juicy run. Oh, he he does. There's no doubt. I think but he comes up against Collingwood soon. But we had a um, we had enough of a look at it to know that when it's gone in Grundy, it's not good. We don't want to be on. So that. do that, but know that there's yeah. a trade coming up. Yeah, you're gonna have like, to plan yeah, to get him out. By at all some means, point. make that trade, and it will be a good. It will be the, good the for instant, those immediate points. Yeah, the instant reward will be there. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's whether or not you will have the luxury to get rid of Getting him at that some point. Like. Yeah, you got <laughs> you the time back up. <laughs> Burping into the mic. Sorry, guys. All right, uh, let's talk about some trade out targets, some priorities priorities to move on from. I've yep. got all these guys uh, sort of tied at number one. Yep. Jason Horn Francis. I'm very keen on moving him on. Yep. He can drop a stinker at any point. Finn Callahan is someone that you need to move on. Finn. Um, 
Finn-ish, yes. Would you say? <laughs> yes, it could definitely say that. Um, now that a Dom Sheed has been dropped, he was in the previous, in the next target, but he is probably the number He's one trade-out target. Charlie and Constable. also a Charlie Constable. Charlie Constable for me is... Um you might not have to trade him out this week. His value is not going to drop because he's not going to play. You could you could trade him out next week. I was going to say you you could do him next week, but then I'd be oh, in the man, same careful, boat as you. Careful. <laughs> I might do a little the video and get you stuck on next week's podcast. But the thing with him is like I don't, he's not coming back in unless it's an injury. Yeah, no. He, he no. was playing. When I say he's playing good footy, he was scoring well. Yeah. And the Gold Coast have said, well, he was a guy that was. There. You can't kick the ball. Yeah. We've got Lockie Weller. We've yeah. got you know other blokes. So I don't think Constable's come back in. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's coming back in. The Wolf of Wall Street, gone. Liam Stocker, I think, is the next guy. So if you've got any of those other guys that we mentioned before, I think they've got to go. Liam Stocker is another guy that, you know, the, he was an option last crashed. week. Yeah, the, we're in a recession here with the uh, with the Wolf, <laughs> and he has to go. But if you're forced to hold him, I don't think it's the end of the world because, you know, it's put up a couple of good scores before last week. He has a decent role, but it's just obviously he's the third guy behind um, uh, those other guys in yep. uh, the Saints. So he is next. The third guys that I've got here is the Bailey Smith types. So the failed premiums that, you know, you're moving out with a role change. Get him off, mate. Because this is the week to do it. Because if you wait another week, everyone's going to be starting upgrading and yep. it's going to be very difficult to keep up. So I'm quite determined to get rid of a Bailey Smith. Some people... Nothing about DPP is swaying you? No, not from my team. Um, some people are saying hold him and yep. I can totally understand that. I think that... You know, perhaps that's someone who doesn't have him in your side. But it depends what you got to fix. Like, let's. Yes. You're even in this situation. Like, would you consider going a constable down to like a, a JVR with DPP, and then would that get See, you I can't do up that. to? I can't, you can't do that. Swing I don't have the DPP to do that. I've only got. Oh, okay. I would need to get in another defender to make that happen. Um, so I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to go a Finn Callahan down to a JVR. Yeah, or or even yeah. or even and a Warple a, down to a JVR, and then a constable up to what could you afford in the midfield? I can't Sir afford Rob, a Stewart, um, or I can't do a midfielder you option. Can't. No, because because oh, I because I, I don't have the okay. the defender to swap yeah, with him back. So so my options tough. are very limited in terms of getting rid of constable, which probably means he's going to stay on my side one more week. Um, yeah. You know, I've got a plan for next week where to go, but it is something that I would definitely tick off if you don't have like say you've got a Sheed a Finn Callahan yeah. and a Jason Horn Francis in your side well then no you have to address that first yeah 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 I luckily got rid of Sheed um, so I only have the Callahan and Constable issue Constable doesn't get me much so I'm happy to leave him there if it's not going to get me anything but if I can get rid of a Finn Callahan and a Bailey Smith I'm ticking two of my boxes this round and I'm pretty happy with that yeah. so okay who um, else have we got on the, the trade out targets I've got James Warple there next now, this changes if he's not named. If he's not named, he moves oh, up yeah. to the, jump, the the Dom Sheed category, yeah. that top priority. Yeah. If he is named, I'm willing to give him another week because his break-even still around that 50 mark. Yep. He's got a decent enough role if he's in the side. Um, but I'd want to be you know, making a plan that he's going to be going next week. But I'd probably prioritize if you've got a Callahan, a Jason Hall Francis, a Dom Sheed, a Stocker, those sort of types. I'd be getting rid of those players first before Warple, assuming Warple is playing. Okay. 
But obviously, we're going to have to wait and see if that is the case. Because I, I do have concerns that he's going to be dropped this week, um, just based on the eye test. You know, my rants early in the week, he looked maybe shocking. You, maybe you got him dropped. Maybe. With the rant. I hope <laughs> I didn't see the bloody podcast. Because, uh, yeah. Hold on. Wait, this Warpool. Oh, yeah, he was shit. He, he does. Mitch is right. He does. <laughs> you know what, Let's get mate? rid of him. They're onto something. I mean, you've been saying that all preseason. And, and then the, the, the lowest priority, you know, players like an Andrew McGrath, yep. Hayden Young, they've been disappointing, but they're in a similar role to what we expect them to be. In um, you know other rookies like a Chesser, uh, Pedlar, you can't yeah. really do too much with their price tag. So I think they're also low priority as well because again you're just kind of sidewaysing across. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's probably better things you can do. All right, you, re- you ready for some big boys, mate? Yes, let's oh, move on. Um, yeah. Try remember what what button was it? Okay. Oh, did, oh, I've forgotten which one. This let's could let's be go. A calamity. Okay, right. let's go. Okay, it was a one in two chance there. Yeah, I hope people can hear us because this is what this is what we had issues with in the comments section. Let us know if you can hear us or if we're well. If they can't hear us, they can't listen. <laughs> well, no, I think it should be right there. We, I think we should be we okay. Fix some things up after last uh, podcast. I don't need to click mishaps. this button here, do I? That button there, module. No, I think we're okay. Or, or maybe just click it just in case. Okay, can't do any harm. Well, that. All geez, right. I hope I haven't bloody fingers crossed. Let us know if you can hear us. But <laughs> number one, ball boys. Big boys. Big boys. We talked about him earlier. Brody Grundy is the number one ball boys, big oh boys my, option for this week. Out of week. nowhere. Off uh, the top rope. He's not played, he's not appeared in the uh, in the, the list so far this, this year, but what we said on the podcast, the most reliable uh, matchup, West Coast Ruckman. Brody Grundy scored 105 last week. That's the buy week. for Ruckman, isn't it? It's it the honestly buy. is. Like, he, he could go yeah. absolutely crazy. So for me, you're guaranteed at least 110, I think, there. So it's just Easy. the highest of high floors. Um, and obviously or Brody someone Grundy, said can't hear you. Are they Are they fucking with us here? We did, we did hear that big balls boys. Clinton. He's, he's taking the mickey, I reckon. <laughs> but true cricket's taking the... Are you taking the mickey? Hey, i gotta, I got to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be able to hear us and then he's respond taking, to us to say that he Microphone... <laughs> what? No, he's taking the piss. All right, so no, Brody Grundy, he is he is the number one big boy. I did have him close with his teammate Clayton Oliver as well at number two. Yeah. Some people, I think Calvin didn't have him in his top five. He has a poor history against West Coast, but I think at this kind of a stage of the year, you back the player in. He's averaging 128. Yep. He just looks like he's in a rare vein of form, so I'd be backing him in. Number three is... Um, the guy that I think a lot of people will be VCing. Unfortunately, I don't have the luxury to do so. Uh, Sam Doherty against North Melbourne in uh, about an hour's time. He could go big against North Melbourne under the roof at Marvel Stadium. I personally am crossing my fingers that I'm going to be wrong, but this is the highest I've had Sam Doherty ranked uh, so far this year. So you're telling me I should be putting C on him? You don't have him. You don't have Sam, Sam Doherty. Oh, do you? You've got Doherty? Ah, oh, shit. And how are you ranked lower than me? What's going on? You're taking the piss. You knew I had Doc. No, I actually completely forgot. I thought you were in the same boat with me in Dorset. No. No, you got Doherty. Mate, oh, okay. My, my team's so good, mate. <laughs> That's why I'm ranked as high as I am. Because you asked me, are you VC in Dunkley? And I said, you, yeah. I knew you, you were probably going to go into Kelly because I knew you yeah, were trading okay. Kelly. Okay, sorry. I should have told you to VC yeah. Doc then. I was, I was being Read a the cons- run sheet, I mate. was being a concerned friend. <laughs> See, you just thought it was all about me. I was actually asking what you were oh, doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, so are you VC in Doherty? No, I've got, I've got to oh, see him. I've oh, VC okay. Dunkley. So you're seeing him in an hour's well, time. Okay. Well, am I? Well, I would. 
I would be seeing him. He's um he's gonna be he's gonna be big this week, and I think okay. the uh, the the we've seen so far North Melbourne have been giving up a lot of points. I don't think that the um the Sting's gonna be in the game like he has done against like uh, Richmond in round one. Yeah. and uh, who did they verse in the round two? Was it Geelong? You, you think he's just gonna be waxing? Yeah, so I think when they're gonna play a little bit more of a low intense game, um, yeah. that he can definitely uh, rack up in that one. Number four is where I've got our guy here, Josh Kelly, yep. against Essendon. Um, I think the Saints boys went bigger than against them last year. Again, he's number three in points per minute this season. So when he plays a full game, when he's played a full game, sample size of one, but he's gone over one twenty. So, but he was on track to do that when he and he was on track to do that, and that's where that points it. per minute yeah. um, uh, sort of stat. No tag is risk there. No tag risk. Uh, they haven't been running a tag, Essendon, but I think that's because players like Setterfield are going so well and that midfield mix is doing its yeah, job. Yeah. So I am True. less worried about that one now. Five's where I had Josh Dunkley. That didn't work out. Number six is where I had Rory Laird against Frio. The, the only thing I worry about Rory Laird is that maybe it's a less contested style game um, versing a Fremantle who likes to sort of move the ball around. Yep. Um, but I still think that he's going to bounce back better than he did last week. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw, on the other side of things, I think is there at number seven. Number eight is where I've got Timmy T. The Bulldogs have been giving up a lot of points so far this year. Um, I think that that will swing, and we started to see it swing last week when they versed the um, Lions. And I think that the early season stats and trends are still kind of making their way. So I've got Tim Taranto a little bit lower than others might expect. Tim English up against Richmond. That's one of his least favorite matchups. Um, in in the round. Okay. So I think that he is a down a bit lower. And then at number 10, Christian Petrarca is a little smoky there going up against West Coast. I think those goal-scoring midfielders could do really well he against could go, uh, He could have like a 30 a and 4 like kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so... What about the credibility of the Ball Boys Big Boys? Did you? How were you last week? Yeah, we, so last week was okay. Had a few <laughs> players bring the average down. So we averaged 104 points for our top 10 captains last week. Who I let, think let some players down? like uh, Rory Laird, Laird was disappointing. Yeah. Brayshaw was a bit disappointing with his 90 as well. But for the most part, we had a few big scores there. So, so far, so good Very with the nice. Ball Boys Big Boys. Josh uh, Dunkley didn't help my cause this week. Nice. <laughs> um, Stunk it up. But yes, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys uh, can go better than your VC than what I did last night. So absolutely, absolutely. Should we field some questions? Yeah, let's have a look at some questions. Let's do it. What do we got going let's through have a look here? Through we'll the live chat. If, if you've got any questions, guys, whack them in the YouTube comments at the moment. But we'll scroll back and we'll have a little squizzy. Yeah, let's have a look. He's got some. Is questions. Massimo D'Ambrosio a good switch for Constable? Don't have the cash to get up to Tom Stewart or Yo. Um, I would say no. I would rather a Jaden Hunt in that situation. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Hunt's cheaper. Yeah. Um, Massimo has looked all right. He, he looks look, okay. He looks like a guy that Essendon want to get the ball with their hands off, but I think we've, we've been saying it for a little while is that there's a lot of guys at Essendon that, that are seen probably as distributors yeah, as well. Yeah, you've got McGrath, you've got Redmond, you've got Ridley, Ridley. still there. Like He's yeah. fourth in line with those guys. Yeah. So, so instead of um, going that for, for this particular person, would you be looking to go for like a rookie downgrade with some DPP? Depends who they've got in the midfield as well. Do they have it depends if they, they, they could probably do the same thing that I'm doing. If they have Cal with the emergency, have a look at that yeah. score. If they if he scores it's enough, stinky, then then go something cheaper and, and cop that. But if he does score shit like we expect, I personally of those cheaper guys, I like Jaden Hunt myself. But yeah. it is obviously it has its risks uh, for me. Someone talking about Baz definitely a hole with uh, with DPP potentially. That's one that we could we could live to regret. Like there's no. It doubt. could be if it, if you don't trade him this week, you hold after this. I just think that this is of all the rounds you get off you, him. You, you hold him. This is. 
This is so interesting, isn't it? Because a week ago, people were talking about McRae in this exact same way, weren't they? And then yes. with the way Bevo does things, what McRae comes out, was it 111? Something, yeah. something like that from memory, and and then suddenly nobody's talking about getting rid of McRae this week. It's just it's so interesting it's to see how the, the narrative psychology is, it is, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah, but yeah. like like what I'm going to cite here is if we just have a look at Bailey, like the reason let's look about why we selected Bailey Smith. We selected Bailey Smith because his pre buy run he averaged 113, 118 yeah. before he got um, suspended. Yeah. Um, it, he did that on 53% CBAs, but he also did that on extremely high time on ground. So the time on ground is not there like it was at the start of last year. Yep. We thought that that could have been offset by taking his CBAs from 53% to like the mid-60s, okay? So even if his time on ground wasn't there, then the CBAs would, the CBAs would would you know offset that. But he's got neither of those things. None of it's happened. One so CBA last year. after the buy last year, he averaged 93 on 53% CBAs. Yep. And if his time on ground is not there and he's getting 53% CBAs and he's averaging 93 what can he do with 5 or 10% CBAs? It could be sub-90. So I yeah. think there is a lot of risk there. And if you can quickly get off him while he's priced at 102, like it's it's someone that I think that I I am pretty keen to do so because I think even if he gets the forward DPP, we've got some good forwards this year. Yeah. Um, it's not enough for me to swing at this stage. But yeah, he's still... some forward lines that already look chockers, eh? Yeah. So exactly. we... Have oh, picking Dawson over Dacos keeps me up every night. Yeah, mm. you and me both. I didn't pick Dawson. Absolutely. I, yeah, well, imagine if you picked Hayden Young over Dacos like me. <laughs> I picked them both. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. We're, we're up at night too. We're yes, up there for all yes. the wrong reasons. Uh, I don't think I'll be tuning into Collingwood games for a little while <laughs> anymore. Somebody's so. complimented your choice of beer here, loving a stony. Oh, thank you, mate. It's one of my favourites. Good. Mitch likes a fruity beer. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to it. Don't read into it. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, Dembrosio. Constable to Hunt. Here we go. Um, Warple to Mason Wood and Constable to Van Ruyen. What do you reckon? I don't know if I can do the Mason Wood pick. Um, I just don't well, trust... Dossie's got Mason Wood, doesn't he? He's on the... It sounds like a Dossie kind of a pick. Um, <laughs> wingers, I just don't trust them in terms of, you know, variability of scores. They can yeah. be up one week, down one week. But he's, he's had, had that shoulder weeks, issue as well. You know, he, he's been really good. He's looked he's looked the goods. Um, the Saints have also yeah. been up and about. That's true. True. So I think there's a few risk factors there, and I don't think he's necessarily cheap enough for me to jump on. So I personally would not be recommending Mason Wood to come into your side. I'd, I'd honestly rather because I pick it personally. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, to be honest, Mason Wood. I probably would as well for the value option there. Okay, yeah. uh, in one word, who are you fielding? Uh, Will Phillips or Van Royen? Uh, I'd probably be going Will Phillips just because he has that inside mid role. I think it's more reliable. Um, yeah. and, and when he has played full games... Um, he, he has scored pretty well. Um, with a couple of those midfielders coming back in, there is potentially a chance at a sub. So, yeah. again, I don't know if you can loop him with maybe a Chessa DPP to get that look, but I'd still maybe go a... Yeah, someone like that. This one here, Callahan and Warple for JBR and Sorong. I'm ticking that off. Love it. Yeah, yeah great, great trades. Yeah. Great trades. Make I that think, happen um, if you can that's, make that. That's a very clear upgrade in my opinion. Definitely. Rail at the moment. That's not a bad pick at the moment. So someone here has got Rail at the moment. If he doesn't go 95 plus this week, trading him in an upgrade, would you rather go Sick Dog or Kelly? So Sick Dog uh, is with that some DPP. Josh Kelly? I'd have... I'd have to imagine. Have to imagine. Yeah, Josh if it's Josh Kelly, Kelly, then yes. I think Josh Kelly could potentially be 110. Yeah. Sicily is probably more like that 100 player. They're both tops in their lines. Yeah. But I think just for the potential captain options option that a Kelly is, that's where I'd be going. I think even though Rao's playing quite well at the moment, I think it, it basically on those mid prices or guys that are undervalued, once you 
once you can get to the guy that you want that you think is a keeper, that's when you pull the, the trigger on that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless you feel like they've got, you know, 20 more points of upside that's to go. Like, if you can pull the trigger, you're ready to go. I, I do think, though, that Rao will be a low priority if, you know, next week, if we're talking about it. This week, maybe, but next week, I don't know if I'd be trading a player like Rao because I think you might be able to get a better upgrade than that. But we'll have to sort of see what his role looks like this week. But this I can't is, imagine changing too much. This is a good one from I Jacked Off. Uh, Stuart, <laughs> Stuart. We have influenced these people way for the wrong the wrong way. <laughs> Good night. Uh, so, are you taking Stuart or are you taking Day and Dollars? I think I probably know your answer to this one. Can I guess your answer to I'll this one? Go. So, if you don't have Day, you're taking Day this week and the Dollars to potentially look at taking Stuart. Yeah. In subsequent weeks, I reckon Day outscores Stuart this week. Yeah. 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 So. I'm taking. I'm taking. If, day if I dollars. didn't have Day, that's that would be an option that I'd be looking at. I don't have Day. Am I going to go to Stuart? Fuck, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, if I was in that situation, I'm taking day and dollars this way. Let me put it this way. If if Finn McGuinness is in the team, because you'll know by yeah. now if, you, if you're choosing between those two players and they're yeah. playing on the same day. If, if McGuinness is in the team, then I would probably be oh, more inclined to go to Stuart because he's not likely to get the tag. Um, and he's going to be more guaranteed to be that top six in your line. But if you don't take day and dollars, then you'd be left to, you know... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Day short and a dollar. What's the say? <laughs> Where are you going with that? I was trying to team myself up for an alley oop. I was going to throw it down. No, you and fumbled I, that. No, that was fumbled out of bounds. What, what even is the saying? A day, day late saying, and a dollar short. Have you heard that saying? I had no idea where you were going with that. So you were on your own there. Sorry, I, mate, I've got to throw my own alley oop. You're not, you're not giving me any bloody good gear. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, man. let's let's brush over that like it didn't okay. happen. All right, what else have we Cost got next? Cost to hunt. Which, which hunt brother would you be going? Uh, well, we, we haven't got Yurik yet in the squad. Mike, squad. So, Mike, yeah. He's a bit dicey. He's, uh, he's known to... <laughs> Where are you going with this? Oh, no. I was trying to <laughs> this, is, this is a proper shit show. But, uh, yes. Uh, yes, Hunt's fine. Callahan to Stewart. I'd tick that off if yes. you didn't already have Dave. I think, I think it's fine to get Stewart in. I just think if you can get up to some of those big dog mids, I'd be going there. But Stewart, I guess, is still going to be your top six defender-ish. So, the season. so what's Laird's target to avoid a rage trade to Dacos next week? I don't think even if you're Laird holding Laird, yeah, don't don't look at trading Laird. The no. minute you trade Laird, you've you've uh, you've flinched. He's dropped hundred k already. Like you, you know, maybe you, there was an argument to trade him a couple of weeks ago, uh, but no. you're holding him. That now. for me would be yeah. a flinch. Don't yeah. flinch. Uh, Stay patient. Cheeky Warn Dog shout out. Did we give the Warn Dog a shout out? Did we? I don't know. What? But well, anyway. shout out to Warn Dog. What a <laughs> what a fucking legend. <laughs> yeah, Go, shout out to Warn Dog. Good on your Warn Dog. I don't think he'd be listening. He'd be busy at the minute, but thank you, Warn Dog, for all your support. Uh, what do we got? Fahey to Constable to get Finn Callahan to Tom Green. Sorry, it'll be Constable to Fahey, I'm, I'm imagining. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'd still be getting in Fahey if he's not named. I'd yeah, it still seems be... like a weird one. Yeah, because yeah, again, you, you can probably get there's, there's other rookie options. I, I, yeah. I'd be trying to get a guy that's playing this week, get that cash in now. We don't want to have a risk of him. You know, what if you already have JBR? And you want to do a downgrade? There's still what other then? guys that are names. Like there's another 200k. But are you, but are you taking a, a like a shit guy whose names that you don't actually believe in long term, or, or are you thinking, okay, well, Fahey's that close to being named? Um, 
it's it's just a risk that I don't think is worth the potential payoff at this stage. So, okay. you, yeah, I mean, like, are you going for like a Tyler Young from Richmond, who's another defender, two hundred seven k position? <clears throat> yeah, probably. Look, I, I'd, I'd be trying my best to to spin the magnets around and do something else with that option. Oh, I've just thought of something. Can we talk about Setterfield? I yes. saw, he's, I saw a tweet. He's, he's good to go. Oh, he's I've good heard. to go. Okay, yes. okay. So, Thank you for um, that. From the I... coach's uh, mouth, he has just been managed. I think okay. apparently he got a corky in like round two. Because I was quietly so, shitting my pants. Yes. No, I think he really? has been confirmed that he is being playing. Okay, he's he playing. Is. So um, at least what I've seen on Twitter. So that is good news. Oh, Warndog gave us a shout out in his video. Oh, well, really? thank you, Warney. That's Fuck very yeah. nice of you. So, That's unreal. Uh, yeah. The, the big dogs, you know, throwing throwing a throwing throw one to the little to the, young the little boys. So, oh, just quietly, what do you think of um, Lady in the graphic here? Yeah, well, he's uh, why are we still on the squad? We still got the big <laughs> well, boys on the. I got to So over. we still got the big boys on the screen, and we, we weren't even talking about the big boys. But Lady, I mean, we are the big boys. Oh. So. <laughs> the arrogance of this guy. <laughs> Me says the guy's ranked twenty six k right now. So. <laughs> Uh, well, let's this, take, this let's, week, onwards and upwards. Let's take one more and let these people get over. I think there are a few other live shows happening at the moment. Yeah, and let's definitely. get people ready for their trade. So one more question and then we'll uh, sign off here. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, um, what? Um, you got one there? Stuart, what do you think? Yeah, we've talked about Stuart. Um, so y- you could go Stuart this week or you could wait, you know, anticipating the tag, see if Callahan. Uh, not if Callahan. I've done that twice now. See if McGuinness is named. Yeah, yeah, but, I think... Oh I think uh, a lot of people are going to go to Stewart, yeah. and look, it's it's a fine play long long term. But yeah. the other thing that I would encourage everyone to remind you is like Stewart will still be there or thereabouts in his price yeah. next week, yeah. and he's a perfectly good upgrade target then. No, um, I agree with that. So I think that it, it, you can trade him in this week if it's easy enough. You get him in, and you, you know you don't have to think about it anymore. But I would encourage everyone to explore their other options in all lines, midfield, uh, defense, and otherwise, because I think that. There's a high chance that it could go wrong, and um, Bergman are laid out. Oh, I think that will hit a few people with that loophole option as well. Um, might force a couple to play a Darcy Willman on yeah. the on the field. So, I right. have to have a have a look at that one. But that might do it for us today, guys. Do us, yeah. Thanks, thanks so much for for joining. One K subscribers. We, we got there, mate. How good's that? I, yes. I um sorry I didn't uh, follow through on the shoey. <laughs> We'll do something else to celebrate next week. Yeah, if you're still prior to um, prior to the first bounce today, if you're still looking for something to do, I think um, uh, AFL Fantasy Fanatics is yes. doing a live space. Over do on the Twitter. live spaces. So wanna, we might even jump on there. I yeah, think yeah. Fun. If you want to jump off here, jump straight on Twitter and do a live. I think space. The Hat Chat Boys are doing a bit of streaming over on Twitch as well. Awesome. So, so yeah, show show some love to the whole community because it's uh, it really is a great community. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Definitely absolutely. Is. So, again, guys, if you haven't subscribed and you want to get us to 1,001 subscribers, go ahead <laughs> and hit the subscribe button now. Give this uh, live stream a big thumbs up. It'll help people who are looking at it later on in the week. And, again, good luck this week, guys. Hope your captain's fire. Hope your trades are rippers. And we'll catch you guys next time. Laters. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.